What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, and it is a new day at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, and we are grateful for their support of our podcast. If you want to prepare for the broadest range of Christian ministry, we encourage you to visit swibbits.edu forward slash MDiv to find out more about a program tailored to equip students for their particular calling in ministry, even if that is being an epic Astros fan. Uh, Kyle, how are you? How are you doing? You you enjoying the uh, championship series yet? Um, I, I am. I am a National League fan for, yeah, for, for the duration. I don't care. I don't care who makes it. Um, I'm 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 all in for the National League. If if we could just have like a National League World Series, that would be my preference at this point. At this point, I understand. But, I understand. Well, I am glad we are on Zoom, and we'll introduce our guest in just a moment. And y'all would be gr- glad we are on Zoom as well because the uh, shirt that I am wearing uh, has been worn. For every game since the Astros' last loss. And so it can probably stand right now on its own. It hasn't been washed, you know, because I'm a little superstitious. A little bit. Kyle, are you superstitious at all? I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. A little stitious, okay. Michael Scott. That's (laughs) Yeah. Well, Kyle... We, we are thrilled to welcome back to the show, Art Rayner. Art, how are you doing, man? I am doing incredibly well. Thank you for, for, for having me. Uh, you know, this is, this is my favorite, favorite podcast today. Um, so I am, I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful to, to be here. It's always, always an honor. Yeah, well, a moment ago, you said this was like the first milestone or the first part of something you're doing and, and i just took that to mean the not another baptist we're, we're the first milestone that's it yes, if i can make it on there like, this we is can it. get it's there the sky's the limit actually <laughs> this, if you can if this you is can the first get this then then everything else is easy it's smooth <laughs> sailing through this it is the first and the last yes. milestone uh life milestone <laughs> yeah. so i mean it's this is this is very significant for me yeah. big day well, Art, I, I know you know this, uh, but a recent Lifeway research study of U.S. Protestant pastors found that 52% say the current economy is having a negative impact on their churches. For 40%, the economic circumstances aren't having any effect, and fewer than 1 in 10, or 7%, say the current economy is a positive factor for their churches. That's the churches, but one of the things that all three of us know is many pastors tend to live maybe paycheck to paycheck or pension pennies a little bit to try and get by. And and so it's like that one thing that we don't want to talk about, but we really need to talk about and have a plan. And so that is why we're talking to you, because as you know, your whole existence on Twitter is to fend off my trolling (laughs) your financial (laughs) advice with bad advice that I like to throw out there. But uh, you have recently launched a, a new ministry, and uh, and we just want to talk about that today. Introduce that to our listeners, and uh, and say that you know finances are something that we can and should uh, talk about, have a plan for, and all of that good stuff. So so Art, first of all, uh, you had a little bit of a, a life change uh, and uh, moved on from your role at our friends at Southeastern 
Baptist Theological Seminary, and you are launching into this new endeavor. And so why don't you just walk us through maybe the the calling to do that and, and maybe how you stepped out on faith a little bit with that and, and just kind of set the stage for what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, I could I could tell story after story about how um, God has really orchestrated this this whole thing and gotten me uh, been able to get me to this to this point. Uh, if you've known me for for any period of time, and Matt, you you certainly have, and yes, you do troll me on a regular basis on Twitter. What's funny is when people don't know that we we actually like one another. Like, who is this guy? My God, why does he do this? Like. <laughs> Um, but so I, I'm passionate. If you've known me, I'm passionate about helping people discover and pursue God's design for money. Um, when I say discover, what I mean is that God has a design for money. I mean, he talks about finances all throughout scripture, finances, stewardship. Um, it's, it's all in there. So there's over 2000 verses uh, related to that. So God clearly talks a lot about this. And so I want to help people discover that to understand what God's design for money is then the pursue piece, help people discover and pursue God's design for money. I want to be able to provide practical ways to chase after that 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 de- that design. I want to help them get out of debt. I want to help them build a solid budget. I want to help them save for the future. So those practical steps. So my passion is to help people discover and pursue God's design for, for, for money. Um, recently, as you mentioned, I, I stepped away from Southeastern, which I loved, loved my time there. I was there for nine years. Loved that, that school. Um, but God opened up an opportunity for me to be able to continue doing what I'm doing just on a full-time basis as it relates to helping people discover and design, discover and pursue God's design for, for money. So we launched a company called Christian Money Solutions. And what we're talking about today is a portion of that. Uh, it is the Institute for Christian Financial health. And in that, I know this may look a little bit complicated for, for your listeners, so you can go to christianfinancialhealth.com to see this. Uh, there's a certification. It's a certification for Christian financial counseling. Now, you, you mentioned that the challenges that, that pastors are, are facing f- financially, which is not, it's not new, right? I mean, pastors certainly do not get into ministry for, for the money. That's, everybody knows that. They get in there for, for the mission, which is why I love serving serving pastors because they're not there for the money. They're there for, for the, for the mission. I, I had a pastor come up to me after I did a session at the give conference in, in Augusta, Georgia. And he said, Art, he goes, I, I don't know what's going on with my finances. Things were fine before we were doing okay, but man, we are just really, really struggling right now. It's like all of a sudden we just woke up and our finances are going crazy. And he goes, can I, can I meet with you? Can I talk with you about it? I've heard that same, those same types of comments over and over and over again from those in, in ministry. And I think I, I think I kind of know what's what's going on. Uh, one, their standard of living remained the same um, over the past past year. Standard of living re- remained remained the same. Their purchase routine did not did not change. So um, they had their regular purchases that they would do. We have that in the Rainer household. Like we know approximately how much we're going to spend on groceries. We know how much we're going to spend on our kids' sports. We know, you know, we we just we get into this this pattern, this this spending routine. And then of course, for the pastor, their income probably remained constant. We don't this past year we didn't see a lot of pastors get significant bumps in their in, in their in their income. But something happened in the past year. It's this thing called called inflation, which significantly 
increased everybody's cost for whatever standard of living that they that they had. So the annual inflation rate for the United States, um, when you look at at least the past month, so you're looking at September of of, of 2022, was 8.2% year over year. That's massive. That's a massive change. And so you had the standard of living that they were experiencing. They were able to manage it fine. They had their spending habits. They were everything was going okay. But what happened? The cost of that standard of living suddenly went up. But they kept doing the same thing over and over again. And there was just gradual silent killer to their to, to the finances where all of a sudden they look up and like, oh my goodness, what's going on? I can't I can't afford to, to do what I used to do before. And it's true. They can't. And so I'm seeing that over and over specifically with, with pastors. I have a lot of, a lot of pastors um, mentioning that to me. Kyle, before you ask uh, the, the second question there, are, uh, along those lines, I want to ask a follow-up. Just our, our guys are listening in and, and you just said that and you're like, oh, that's me, right? I, yeah. I'm seeing that exact same thing. My pay is the same. We're we're doing the same stuff. We're going to the same places. I, I could throw a number on it. You know, what would be like two or three simple things that somebody can do today to maybe lower their their standard of living in a sense of of what would be some of the regular things that maybe they're doing and not thinking about? What would just be some simple steps for practicality reasons that somebody listening to this that says, yeah, that's me, uh, that maybe they could could help offset some of that inflation a little bit? So the very first step that they're going to to have to do is to reevaluate their their budget. So once again, I talked about that spending pattern, those those ruts, that trail that they're that they're on, that they're so accustomed to. You have to create a new trail. You have to create a new new life pattern with your with your spending, which is really difficult to do. That's not an easy thing to do, but you're gonna have to look at your expenses over the past three months, and then look at your income, and try to figure out okay. How do we actually even make this this work? Now, what can you uh, more than likely you're gonna have to reduce some of your, your some of your expenses? What are some of those expenses? I, I look at subscriptions uh, services. I, I was shocked to find that Americans spend around about two hundred and I believe it's thirty nine dollars per month on subscription services. I mean that's that's a significant chunk of change. That's you know, twenty five hundred dollars per year that they're spending. And subscription services. So I take a look at that. Look at say, hey, what are we actually using? Or do we really need, you know, Netflix plus Prime plus Disney Plus plus Peacock plus? You know, go, you can go down the the, the list. Yes. I, with <laughs> with clients, financial counseling clients, I, I see that all the time, where they have a just a number of subscriptions, and they're just they're spending out the money, you know, month after month. They don't even even use it. So I, I would certainly look look there. Um, and then eating out is always a is always a big one. That's as part of once again that that lifestyle that people are, are accustomed to going out to eat you know, a few times a week. You may need to reduce it to 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 one. Um, needless to say, your standard of living, your expected standard of living, is going to have to change. It just it it has to. And everybody's in the same boat right now. It, it pastors and those in your in your congregation. Everybody's having to figure out. Okay, what does what does life look like now? Because it's more than likely it's going to be different than than what it was before. And then, if you hopefully you have somebody that you can turn to for for help with these things. But so here's here's one of the the stats that I again find uh, astounding: thirty nine percent 
and this is a, according to the National Financial Educators Council, 39% of U.S. adults have nobody that they can turn to to get trusted financial advice. They don't know where to turn. They have nobody to, to turn to. So they go to like TikTok or, you know, wherever and get, get horrible fi financial advice. They don't have somebody that they can they can trust. And that's a problem with pastors. But it's a problem also with those in the in the congregation because they're experiencing mm -hmm. these financial challenges, but they have nobody that they can actually reach out to for trusted advice. Yeah. Well, speaking of someone to turn to, uh, you, you mentioned this just a little bit, um, a, a Christian financial counselor. And so I have I have kind of two questions. First of all, what is a Christian financial counselor? And number two, we, we you just talked about kind of the way that inflation's hitting and and having to reduce spending. And so I know a question a lot of guys will have is, if I'm already struggling to make it, why would I spend extra money to have somebody tell me how to handle my money, right? Where, where, how, how do I justify that investment? So, so oh, what is man. it? And then, and then how do we, how do we justify the investment? Both great questions. So let's, let's start with defining what a Christian financial counselor is. A Christian financial counselor simply helps individuals and couples discover and pursue God's design for money. So practically Christian financial counselors guide individuals and couples in making wise financial decisions, you know, helping them build sound financial ha habits and, hopefully increase their biblical and financial literacy. So there's a, an educational component to, to what they do. So uh, the areas that you would, um, the financial areas that you would go, where do you go see somebody who's in that, in that field? Um, you're hopefully learning, wanting to learn more about what the Bible says about stewardship and other topics related to money. Uh, maybe you need help creating and maintaining a budget uh, getting out of debt would certainly be one of those, helping to build an emergency fund. I actually meet with some that simply need accountability. They need somebody in their life. Once again, they don't have anybody that, that they don't have a person that they can trust. And so they need somebody in their life that they can meet with on a regular basis to look at their finances and hold them accountable for their spending, for their for their generosity and for their and for their their, their savings. And so that's what a Christian financial counselor does. Sometimes it's done on a on a paid basis, but other times a Christian financial counselor can maybe you know, do it um, as a as a volunteer in a, in a in a local church. And it's maybe just somebody that you have in your local church that is kind of the go to person for for these types of issues. So let's say you have uh, somebody that's your pastor, and you have a couple that comes to you, and they say, "Hey, we have some really financial issues." And I've actually had pastors that have, that have told me this uh, this very scenario. Can you help us? Pastor, like, no, I can't help you, but I don't really know what to do. I don't know who to send them to. Well, man, it'd be great if you had somebody um, who was certified in this in this area. It'd be great if you had a Christian financial counselor in your church, maybe operating once again on a volunteer basis to be able to help these individuals and couples, much like you would a marriage counselor in the in, in the church. So that's what a Christian financial counselor is. Now, why would you pay? Uh, for somebody if they're not operating in a in a volunteer tier basis, well, uh, it's let's say you're you're paying uh, you know one hundred and twenty five dollars per hour to be able to figure out how to eliminate you know fifty thousand dollars of of debt. Uh, the, the ROI, needless to say, is there. It certainly is. It is there. Um, I see it over and over again where you're meeting with somebody for an hour. Maybe even just doing a few sessions where uh, the financial return is 
is significant. Um, so yes, you are spending a little bit, but uh, the the ROI that you get um, is very very significant in many situations. Art, one one thing I would love for you to kind of tease out a little bit would be what might the difference be between a financial counselor who's a Christian and a Christian financial counselor, somebody that's coming to their financial counseling uh, just as a Christian or one that's trying to kind of filter that through, as as we talked about before we we started, through through that Christian worldview. You touched on it, but would love for you to kind of teach out, tease out a little bit what those distinctives might might be for folks. Matt, this was um, very much one of the, the reasons why we built this this program. Uh, so I've been through financial counseling certification programs. And one of the the difficulties that I have with those programs is that they're often they often teach you as the as the counselor to identify the person's values and then get them there. It, it, they they don't they don't tell you to question the values, which is a problem. Which is a, it's that that's a problem. If you're not able to question the values, you, you essentially validate whatever value they have, and then you just try to figure out how to get them there. A Christian financial counselor does something completely different. They look at the values, and they say, okay, what, what does Scripture say about this? Does this align with God's design for, for them and for, their, and for their finances? And if not, part of the conversation is, hey, we, we, need, to, we need to shift over here. Maybe it's a, a heart issue that the person's facing, uh, often money. Issues are a result of heart issues, and so a Christian financial counselor will will deal with those with those issues. And so, I am I am this is a very very excited about this particular program because it helps people get financially healthy, but for a far more significant reason than just getting out of debt and validating whatever value they may they they, they may have. It's helping them align themselves with God's design. For, for them and their and their finances. So when Matt says, I really need a Corvette, a Christian financial counselor can say, no, you absolutely do not. <laughs> there may or may not be a heart issue uh, there. Uh, that's we why need a little I bit choose, deeper conversation to figure out what's going on. That's why I choose pagan financial counselors. <laughs> <laughs> Who will help validate your your goal regardless of, of, the, of its merits. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, so, so Art, for the listener who needs this, who's, who's listening yeah. and says, yes, this is absolutely, you know, I need, I need help, whether it's, as you mentioned earlier, you know, just managing the inflation and the, and the hit that that's taken to, to folks' wallets, or, you know, they really need serious help getting out of debt and, and managing their finances in a way that, that glorifies God. Where do they turn to find a Christian financial counselor? Twitter.com so is... forward slash M Hensley. That is... <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, so this is one of the, the, the challenges, Cal. Um, we need more Christian financial counselors out there. Um, we need an abundance of them. This is why the certification program was was, was built, because it, um, it certainly educates, but it also validates a person's financial knowledge. We don't need people that have just listened to several podcasts and say, well, now and they're passionate about finances. And so therefore, I can go and counsel somebody on their, their financial problems. We need a system. We need something that says, hey, they know what they're talking about because they've been through this program. And at the end of this this particular program, so it's 32 modules, 
Um, and at the end of the program, you take a live proctored exam, which is about 100 questions. And very, it's very rigorous. And so at the end of it, you know, okay, they've done something. This, this is not a, this is not a, hey, we watched three videos and now we're, we're good to go. You can trust their, their financial, financial advice. And so we need more people. We need more people in the church to go through a program like this. We need more people outside of um, it, even it, doing it like as a, um, you know, they're hanging a shingle, they're doing it maybe as their own, own private business. We, we need that. Um, if, I, if I had a dream for for a second, I would love to see every church in America have at least one person that is a certified Christian financial counselor. And they may be operating on a pay basis, but maybe in the church, they're operating on a volunteer basis where when that pastor gets that couple or that individual that's struggling with their finances and that pastor is not really sure what to do, they can say, hey, you know what? You need to go talk to this guy. You need to go talk to talk to her. Uh, they uh, they are they handle these types of challenges that people have uh, in our in our in our church. You can trust you can trust them. Uh, you need not to go and talk to Matt Hensley. Um, instead, go to go to go to this person. So my my dream, my hope, would be to have and just an army of men and women out there that are helping people get financially healthy for the sake of advancing God's kingdom, that are helping them discover and pursue God's design for, for finances. Well, Art, as, uh, as, as we begin to wind down, uh, we certainly hope that you got some practical encouragement, help, all of that. Uh, but we also know that we want to give you some next steps. And so for maybe the pastor or, or the lay leader at the church that would like to you know, be that person for their church or get more information on Christian financial health, Kind of walk us through the process. Who would be a good candidate, where they need to go, what they need to do, what they need to expect, and how soon can they get a Corvette? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not anti-Corvettes. I'm anti-car car, car debt, um, anti-having debt on a depreciating asset. That's for another episode, though. Uh, so who, who would be a good candidate? So the ideal candidate is somebody who has a already a broad-based knowledge of personal finances. This is not a program for somebody who has absolutely no um, financial knowledge to step into and and then walk through and then they're 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 good they'll probably end up just honestly they probably won't do that well in the program so somebody that already has a, a decent um broad-based knowledge for personal finances and also has a passion for helping people you have to love helping people discover and pursue god's god's design for for money if that's you then you're likely a good candidate for this program now what do they do they just go to christianfinancialhealth.com that takes you to the Institute for Christian Financial Health, and you'll see there, right? Actually, as we're recording, it's right there. As soon as you log in, you'll see a, a little um, little promo that that takes you to the to the page that talks about the certification. If you don't see that, it's right up at the top. It says certification, and so you just click on that, and you'll see all the information. If you have questions, though, you can reach out to me uh, either directly through art at Christian Money Solutions, or you can use info at christianfinancialhealth.com. So either one of those, uh, you're more than welcome to, to reach out to me to ask questions about this, this particular program. 
Awesome. Well, thanks, Art, for for joining us today. Um, it's been a blessing, and and I know that if you're a listener, please check this out. Um, you don't have to you don't have to spend your life um, wallowing in debt. Uh, you don't have to spend your life you know wondering how you're going to make it from month to month. You don't have to spend your life uh, pursuing a Corvette, Matt. That God has a God has a better <laughs> plan for you than, than a Corvette. Yeah, as he, um, was, as he was listing the you know who would be a good candidate, I said, well, that rules out Matt. <laughs> so I I do not volunteer as tribute for this, but I will gladly sign up for somebody that wants to be my counselor. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Kyle, uh, I appreciate you marginally. Uh, Art, I really appreciate you. Thank you for putting up with my trolling incessantly on your Facebook account. I love it. Your Facebook group, on your Twitter, all of those. I always look forward to those one, two, and three cues each day because I'm like, how can I put a Corvette in this answer? Some variation. <laughs> and, and you usually work it in in some and you some figure it fashion. out. It's Somehow, amazing. There's usually a way. It's, you might be I'm talking you, about there's, sports. There's a real skill. A there's a real talent <laughs> yes. there to be able to connect everything to a, to a Corvette. It's amazing. A lot of people talk about spiritual gifts. I have yeah. spiritual gifts. G-I-F. That's all I've got. But uh, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> Kyle, send us out before I say something else I regret. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening. And until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare. What's wrong with you people?